Good Friday morning Kickstarters and welcome to Morning Kickstart. I'm excited that you have decided to show up this morning, invest in yourself, and hopefully take something from today's episode and invest in others. My name is Andrew and I'm your host of Morning Kickstart. I come here every single weekday to help you put some positivity, some encouragement in your life, and hopefully help you even challenge or change your thoughts. Today, I want to discuss something that I feel like is very important that a lot of people let go to the wayside very, very often. The thing that I want to talk about today is effective communication. Now, effective communication is probably something that you may have struggled with at times. I know for me, it is something that I have struggled with quite a bit throughout my life, actually, because I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what effective communication looked like, but it's more than just exchanging information. It's about understanding the emotion and the intentions behind information. It's not only that, but it's being able to convey a message. You need to also listen in a way that gains the full meaning of what's being said and makes the other person feel heard and really understood. So when we think about effective communication, I want you to really think about some of the um, conversations that you've had over the past week. So we're on Friday, we've went through New Year's, we've been through these past five days of the week. What are some of the conversations that you have? Have they been awkward? Have you been in times where you don't know what to say or you're always trying to figure out what to say? You know, we all think that communication should just come easily. We think that it should just be a part of our everyday life and we should all be really, really good at it. But most of the time when we try to communicate with others, sometimes things just go astray. They go wild, they go off the wall, and we don't know what happens But we say one thing and the other person may hear something else and misunderstandings and frustrations and conflicts come from that type of things. So this can cause problems. It can cause problems with your relationships. It can cause problems inside of your home. Um, It can also cause a lot of problems at work. So we need to try to learn specific skills that we can use to effectively communicate with others. So whether we're trying to improve communication with maybe our wife or our husband, uh, maybe our kids or our boss, learning these skills can really deepen our connection with others. They build a really good trust and respect with others and they help improve our teamwork and our problem solving and just really our overall social well-being. So I want to talk about, before we get into things about what we can do to communicate effectively, what are the things that we think may be keeping us from communicating effectively? I think one thing that keeps us from communicating really, really effectively is stress. You know for a fact when you are stressed, it is so difficult to either get your point across or to listen to someone. When you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed, you really misread a lot of things 
that are said to someone. You know, when text messaging first came out, and yes, I'm old enough to remember when it first came out, but when it first came out, it was like the coolest thing that had ever happened because you could just shoot a text to someone. But the thing that really um, showed its rear end, I guess I would say, when text messaging came around was the fact that you couldn't get any emotion across. And I will tell you, most of the conversations that are had today go through text message or email. But it's hard because you can't read verbal cues. You can't see nonverbal cues. And so it, it gets into this really bad behavior of always not really understanding what people are saying or misinterpreting something that people are saying because you can't communicate effectively. One thing that happens is if you're very, very stressed and you're always texting people, someone may say something and they don't mean anything by it, or they may email you something and they don't mean anything by it. But if we're stressed and we have this kind of out of control emotion going on, it's really hard not to misinterpret something. So really before you go into conversations or you go into a meeting and you know it's going to be a hard meeting, try to calm yourself down. I'm huge on breathing exercises. Um, I try to go into every single thing, uh, every single meeting, every single um, listing or appointment that I go into. I try to go into it with a, a fresh perspective. So I always take really deep breaths for about a minute and when I let out that deep breath, I say release because I am decompressing everything that's going on before I go into my next appointment or my next scheduled whatever I've got going on. Um, so another thing that is kind of stopping you from communicating effectively is your lack of focus. So in this day and age, we have technology and it's always on us. It's uh, constantly dinging, constantly buzzing, constantly trying to draw attention. That is what technology does. It is built to do that. Um, if you've not watched some of the documentaries on Netflix about how amazing or scary, I would say more scary than amazing uh, social media is, check those out because they are drawing uh, they are drawing everything that they can to get your focus away from your life and into social media. So you cannot communicate effectively when you're multitasking. And I really figured this out. And one of the things that I have changed within the past three months is I will be in a conversation with someone face to face. And used to, if my phone went off or if I got a text message, I would always check my phone. Or if it was a, I thought at the time was a uh, important enough phone call, I would just say, hey, excuse me for just a second, I've got to take this phone call. But what I realized is I was trying to multitask within conversations that I was having. And you cannot do that effectively. So when someone now calls my phone, I look at the phone call and I say, hmm, I'm pretty sure I could call that person back and I would have a better conversation with the person on the phone and I would also have a better conversation with the person that I'm sitting in front of. So if you're checking your phone or if you are planning on what to say next or you are daydreaming, you are almost certain to miss the nonverbal cues or the verbal cues inside of a conversation. So to communicate effectively, you need to avoid the distractions. Avoid checking your phone. Avoid answering a call. Avoid seeing the squirrel out the window and focusing on the squirrel and what the squirrel's doing and being distracted. You need to avoid all of those distractions and stay really focused to communicate effectively. Inconsistent body language is also something that I believe is uh, very, very important in, in 
being able to communicate effectively. If you have inconsistent body language, um, it's going to it's gonna really affect your communication with others. Nonverbal communication should affect what, or should be uh, reinforcing what you are saying. So whatever is coming out of your mouth, your nonverbal communication should also be matching that. It should not contradict what you are saying. So if you're saying one thing and your body language says something else, the listener will kind of feel like you're being dishonest and you're not telling the truth. For example, you can say yes while shaking your head no. And I've been in conversations where that's happened before. So make sure that your body language is matching what you're saying. And I will tell you, I have been here before and and said things before and my body language has not matched. And I will tell you, I've, I've kind of gone back and looked at those conversations and I'm like, is that really what I was wanting to say at the time? Because my body language did not feel like that. I wasn't even feeling like that going into the conversation. So I should have said what I needed to say and my body language should have matched that. I think now we need to kind of jump into what it takes to be a effect, effective communicator. So we want to say, how am I going to communicate effectively with others? Now, I'm going to say this. You were made with two ears and one mouth. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is becoming an engaged listener. Now, notice the word engaged. We are talking about becoming an engaged listener, not just becoming a listener. There are two completely different things, an engaged listener and a regular listener. So when communicating with others, we often focus on what we should say. We are thinking about what we are going to say before the other person even closes their trap. We are we are creating this I don't know, we we we're, we're creating uh this story in our head before the other person even finishes what they're talking about. But effective communication is more about listening than it is talking. 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 Listening means not just understanding the words or the information that's being communicated, but it is also understanding the emotions that someone is trying to convey. And there's a big difference between an engaged listener and simply hearing what people are saying. When you really listen, you're engaged in what's being said. You'll hear those little subtle things that someone is saying in someone's voice that really tells you how they're feeling or their emotions that are going on when they are trying to communicate. And when you're an engaged listener, you'll not only be able to better understand the other person, but you'll also make that person feel heard and understood. You'll make that person feel like they are important. And it builds this stronger, deeper relationship between the two of you because now they feel like they're being heard. You'll also experience a process of lower stress in conversations. I've talked with so many people in my life, and most of the time when I'm in conversations, and when I was younger, and when I say younger, I mean literally like five to eight years ago, I was that person that was always trying to figure out what I was going to say before the other person even finished because I felt like I needed to be on top of my conversation. But I will tell you, people will respect you much more if you just sit there and listen to them and then really think about what they said. Really think about everything that they said, how they said it, 
and then take a pause and figure out how do I want to respond to that? What is the thing that I need to say to respond to that? I really need to think about it. And it's going to lower your stress because you're not trying to figure out what to say to the other person. You're listening. You're being calm. You're waiting. And now you can respond in an engaged way, not feeling so so stressed. So to become an engaged listener, we need to fully focus on the speaker. You can't listen in an engaged way if you're, you know, checking your phone or thinking about something else. You need to stay focused in the moment. Another thing that we need to do is avoid interrupting or trying to redirect the conversation to your concerns. Don't talk about yourself. Talk about the other person. Ask questions. Like if you're in a conversation and you say something like, if you think that's bad, let me tell you what happened to me. Now you're talking about yourself. You're changing the conversation to you and not them. I love this line right here. Listening is not the same as waiting for your turn to talk. You can't concentrate on what someone else is saying if you're forming what you want to say next. And I'll tell you, Oftentimes, the person that you're listening to, they can read your facial expressions and they can know that your mind is completely somewhere else instead of listening to what they are saying. Another really good thing to become an effective communicator is providing feedback. You know, sometimes we're listening to people and we don't ever respond in a way that is directly correlated with what they are talking about. When we're talking to someone, we could say something like, you know, we could respond to them when when they're talking and say, so what I'm hearing is, or it sounds like you are saying, those are a great way to reflect back on the conversation. And what it allows you to do is it allows you to connect with the other person and say, I was really listening. I really want you to know that I was listening. I know what you're saying. And it reminds you of, man, this is what they really said. So how do I want to respond to them? Because now they know exactly what that I was listening. They know exactly that I, I was really listening to them in depth. So now how can I respond? One of the things that we also really need to do is pay attention to nonverbal communication. Body language, facial expressions, body movement, gestures, eye contact, posture, the tone of your voice, even your muscle tension or your breathing are all ways of paying attention to nonverbal communication. And being able to understand nonverbal communication, it can help you connect with others and express what you really mean because you can kind of navigate challenging situations and build better relationships understanding that nonverbal communication. Whether it's, you know, body language such as arms crossed or standing with an open stance or sitting on the edge of your seat or maintaining eye contact with the person that you're talking to, you can enhance your effective communication by using that body language. You can also use body language to emphasize or enhance your verbal communication, such as patting a friend on the back while you're talking to them when you're complimenting them, or uh, you know, pounding your fist to underline a message. This is really, really important. 
So you really just need to be aware of this nonverbal communication when you're talking. The main thing that I want to end on is really keep stress in check when you're going into conversations. Um, You know, sometimes you really feel stress when you're in a disagreement with someone um, and you say some things that you've kind of just regretted later. You can quickly relieve stress and return to a calm state before you go into a, a conversation and you can avoid those regrets. But in many cases, you'll also need to help calm the other person as well. And it's only when you're in this calm, relaxed state that you'll be able to know whether the situation requires a response or whether the other person's signals indicate it would be better to just remain silent in conversation. So effective ways to uh, kind of stay calm and under pressure to communicate effectively is to stall during conversation. Don't try to respond, respond, respond. Oh, I'm going to fire back at them just because I want to fire back at them. You kind of use these stalling tactics to give yourself time to think. Maybe ask a question for repeated clarification or a statement before you respond. And you also need to pause just to kind of collect your thoughts. Silence is not a bad thing. Sometimes you need to pause so you can seem more in control and not rushing your response. Also, deliver your words very clearly. So if something seems too complicated, try to break it down and speak very clearly. Really maintain an even tone with what you're saying and don't let that stress overwhelm you. And maybe keep your body language very relaxed and open. And then it's good also to maintain this stress and kind of relieve this stress is to wrap up everything in that conversation with a summary and then stop. Don't keep going. Wrap up everything that you've talked about in a conversation and then stop. So summarize your response and then stop talking. Even if it leaves silence in the room, you don't have to feel silence, people. You do not have to say something by continuing to talk. You can just stop in the conversation. So I really hope that these are a few ways to help you in effective communication. I know that communication is a really big part of our lives and sometimes we struggle with it and sometimes it's something that we just know that we need to work on, but we don't work on it. So I really want you to take some of these things that I've said today and I want you to implement them into your life to help you better communicate with others. I want to thank you for coming to Morning Kickstart this morning. I know I say that every single week, but I am so excited that you are you are here. We have added hundreds of members to Morning Kickstart within the past few weeks, and I want to continue to get all of these members involved in this group so we can all help each other out, hear what other people have to say, respond to each other in a positive and encouraging way so that we can build our mornings together and hopefully build this positive energy into our lives. So I want to challenge you to invite someone to Morning Kickstart today. I want you to go up to that invite button in our uh, private Facebook group, hit that button, invite some friends. And if you're listening on the podcast, share this podcast with someone in a text message today. Send it to them and say, I really think that you could hear this today, that you need to hear this today. I always want you to remember, you can do hard things, you are made for more and you have a purpose. I hope you have a wonderful Friday morning, Kickstarters. And as always, thank you for being a part of Morning Kickstart.